Defense Secretary Chuck Hagel's travels take him to Fort Campbell, Kentucky for a town hall with the troops. The Navy's F-35 passes initial carrier testing with flying colors. And safety in the air, we meet a team of Iwakuni Marines charged with making sure a pilot's final lifeline doesn't fail. Welcome to DoD News Now, I'm Corporal Jonathan Herrera. Defense Secretary Chuck Hagel is wrapping up his five-day trip to bases around the country today with a visit to Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. The Secretary will get a first-hand look at training exercises and speak to the troops. You can see those remarks right here on DoD News. Yesterday, the Secretary was at Kentucky's Fort Campbell, where he thanked service members for playing an important role in stopping the spread of Ebola in West Africa. These special capabilities that we bring, logistics, like no one else, the air bridge that we have set up, like no one else, uh, training, the construction piece of providing the support that the caregivers uh, need, required. Uh, it is complex. This is not a simple uh, operation. We can do it faster. We can do it better. Hundreds of troops from Fort Campbell are among the military personnel deployed to West Africa as part of Operation United Assistance, the military's mission to halt the Ebola epidemic. Today, it's a big step forward for the Navy's Joint Strike Fighter. Navy officials say the F-35 CJSF completed its initial sea trials aboard the aircraft carrier USS Nimitz three days ahead of schedule. The trials included night flight operations, touch-and-go landings, and arrested landings. The trials, are the, the trials are the first of three at-sea test phases for the F-35C, and officials hope to have the fighter fully capable and ready to deploy in 2018. Fort Bragg's 82nd Combat Aviation Brigade is now operating as the only air support for U.S. forces in Afghanistan. They'll protect U.S. and coalition troops during the transition from Operation Enduring Freedom to Operation Resolute Support. Brigade Commander Colonel Michael Muzai says the demands of weather and an active enemy remain serious concerns. Having flown in Iraq and Afghanistan, the, the environment, the terrain, the weather, and then the enemy in Afghanistan are tough. And aviation is inherently a dangerous business. So flying in Afghanistan will continue to be a challenge and the enemy will continue to be a challenge. Just because we call it resolute support and it's a train, advise, assist mission, uh, that's what we call it. The, the uh, insurgents don't call it that. I mean, the missions aren't as in scope. We, we don't go as great as, as far as we used to, but we still go far. It is an aviation fight over here. We still take fire, so it's still a challenge. The 82nd Cab took over all air support in theater earlier this month. When a pilot is faced with a life-or-death situation, his lifeline can be found right underneath his seat. Corporal Trevor Phillips learned about how aviation life support systems aboard Marine Corps Air Station Iwakuni play a large role in aircrew safety. Their motto is, the last to let you down. These Marines assigned to aviation life support aboard Marine Corps Air Station Iwakuni are preparing gear to install underneath a pilot or aircrew member's seat. So in case of a crash, accident, or malfunction, the aircrew can survive. I am a flight equipment technician. In case of a mishap, in case of something goes wrong, we are the people they depend on. We're the last, that last straw they have uh, 
hopefully they never have to rely on us. But if they do, we run all the gear like life rafts and uh, life preservers, anything like flotation assemblies, anything that could keep a pilot or an aircrew passenger alive once a bird goes down or like um, just any mishap, we're, we're there. Every step these Marines take in preparing this life support equipment is crucial to the safety of the aircrew members who will use it. Reporting from Marine Corps Air Station Iwakuni, Japan, I'm Marine Corporal Trevor Phillips. November is Warrior Care Month in the Defense Department, and this Thursday the Pentagon is hosting a rehabilitation expo focused on different methods wounded warriors use to recover from their injuries. Some of the wounded warriors are going to be on hand to talk about their experiences and talk about how to use art, sculpting, uh, adaptive sports in their, in their part of their recovery process. So it's going to be a good opportunity for people who are not really familiar with the programs that we have within the Office of Warrior Care Policy and the Order Services have. It's going to be an opportunity for them to interact with the, the service members. The Pentagon will also hold a sitting volleyball tournament on the same day, featuring 60 to 75 active duty and veteran athletes from all the military services and special operations command. And that's it for this edition of DOD News Now. For more on the stories you've been watching, go online to defense.gov and don't forget to check out the DOD Facebook and Twitter page. I'm Corporal Jonathan Herrera. Keep it right here for the latest in DOD News.